This sermon audio is presented to you by Pastor Tommy Brandon and Calvary Church of Fort Worth. For more information, visit our website at calvaryftw.com. All right, let's get started. Greatest three days ever this year is our Easter message. If I were to ask you, what does Easter mean to you? Uh, Could you really answer it in a really good, concise, clear way? It's like this one guy, he saw his little granddaughter playing in the backyard with two other little girls. And he asked one of the girls, he said, what does Easter mean to you, baby? And, and she said, oh, well, that's easy. It's, it's when we get to go to the mall and, and my mom buys me a new dress and it's really bright and colorful. And then we go to the lobby of the mall where we see the Easter bunny and I tell him exactly what my favorite candy is. And I get it on Easter morning in the Easter basket. Well, that got the guy kind of tickled and he said, well, you, that, I can understand you thinking that, but that's not the whole Easter story. So he asked the other little girl, baby, do you know anything more than, than what she does? Well, sure, sure, that's easy. Easter is, that's when you go look for those little plastic eggs that are full of candy. And every now and then you'll get lucky and find a gold one that has money in it. And, and the guy's like, well, that's, that's good. It's just not quite the, the whole story. Well, you know, him being the proud religious grandfather that he was, he said, now girls, listen, it's more than that. Julie, she's never missed a day of Sunday school. I raised her mama right, and her mama's raising her right, and she's going to tell you girls what Easter's all about. Well, Julie said, well, Grandpa, of course I know what Easter is. That's, that's when Jesus died on Friday. He, he died on the cross for our sins that we can be saved, and they buried his body into the side of a hill. It was like a grave, and they rolled this big rock over it, and, and on Sunday morning, three days later, there was a real big earthquake, and the stone was rolled away, and Jesus came to life, and man, Grandpa's got his chest out, and he's so proud. That's right. That's my granddaughter. She knows about Easter, and she said, but, but wait, Granddad, there's more, and he said, there's more? Well, sure, Granddad, because all the people in the town came, and they stood by the grave, and they waited for Jesus to come out, and if he sees his shadow, that means there's six more weeks of winter. Obviously, there's a little bit more about Easter, right? Hey, everybody, just a reminder. Why are we here today? Well, we're here today because God loved you so much that he paid the sin debt through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ took upon the sin of the world. John said it this way. He said, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So here, the mighty God in Christ, Jesus gave his life that you, by faith in that saving grace, could have eternal life forever. That's something to celebrate on Easter, the gospel of Jesus. Amen? It's interesting how we celebrate the Sunday of Easter. But you know, Easter weekend consists of that Friday Saturday and Sunday. And believe it or not, all three days are are pretty important because they connect with us in a very unique way. Some of you, I'm going to share something with you today that you've maybe never have noticed. But Jesus is Friday, and, and, and the disciples had a Saturday while he was buried, and then he was resurrected on Sunday. Those three days 
really seem familiar with a lot of the days we have. Friday was a day of pain. Every single one of us in this room will experience a day, a week, even years. There will be seasons in your life. Experiences would be a better word. There's going to be experiences in your life that are nothing short of just, they're just painful. It could be the loss of a loved one, the burying of a loved one. It could be the setback financially so much that you file bankruptcy. Maybe it's a divorce. It's a car accident. It's the totaling of a vehicle. It's the loss of a job. I'm not here to define your pain. You know if you've ever had a Friday in your life. Well, Jesus, he got through the ultimate day of pain that more than likely no one would have ever gotten through other than Jesus Christ. Let me tell you about that day. Most of us think it was the cross. That's what made it such a horrendous day for him. It actually started much earlier than just the cross. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew chapter 27 that Pilate, Pilate had Jesus scourged before he delivered him to the crucifixion, before the cross. See, the Roman scourging, it was an act where they would take someone and tie their hands to a post or a pillar. And that individual would be tied to it with their bare back. They would be stripped of their clothing. And two men would stand close by, one on the left and one on the right with a wooden handle. And from the end of that wooden handle would come strands of leather. And on the ends of the leather, somehow they were sewn in pieces of bone. And one person would lash and that bone would stick into the flesh. And I'll be very careful not to, to go too far with this. But this is, this is what happened to your Lord and Savior. They would lash and they would pull it back. And on the other side would be the, the same blow. And they would alternate to the point. You talk about pain. To the point that there would be revealed arteries and veins. And even some commentaries say even inner organs were, were, were revealed. Why would you talk about this, Pastor Tommy? Let's talk about the resurrection. Because there is no resurrection without the day of the pain of Friday. And Jesus knew that every single one of us in this room would at some point face something very painful. And he wanted you to know that he gets it. The reason he went through his Friday was because he wanted to be with you when you go through your Friday. Jesus went through emotional pain, psychological pain, the obvious of physical pain. But there's a pain that Jesus went through that some of us don't remember. He went through spiritual pain. you got to understand, this is Jesus, fully God, fully man. And he went through spiritual pain when he called out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I don't know if you've ever felt it before, but I've had those moments where I felt like God was, was, wasn't even around. Have you ever had a moment where you just wondered, where is God in this? You get laid off from your job or you get the phone call that a loved one passed. Where is God in this? Where are you when I need you? And this is what Jesus cried out. Where are you when I need you? He had spiritual anguish. 
So how did he get through his Friday? Well, I got, I got good news for you. He got through his Friday in such a way that it's revealed to us in Scripture to help you get through your Friday. He did two things. The very first thing he did was he was quick to connect with friends. When you're going through a day that it seems like all hell has broken loose and everything in the world is against you and no one is for you, you better have a few good friends that you can count on. And whether that would be here at Calvary Church or any other church, you need a community of faith that you can do life with when, it, when, when everything goes south, when Friday comes to your world, you need to have somebody that you can do life with. Even Jesus needed a few good friends. The Bible says that he was in an olive grove. And he took Peter, James, and John with him. And he said, would you just stay here with me? Would you just spend some time with me? Mark chapter 14, verse 34. He expressed his pain to his friends. He said, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Would you stay here and keep watch with me? For everybody that's had or is in a very painful situation can I speak to you on this Easter Sunday don't suppress your pain express it to those you love have a few good people that you can have a cup of coffee with get into a small group here at Calvary Church a small group that you can express your pain to them but the Bible goes on to say that Jesus did not suppress his pain nor did he stop with expressing it to Peter James and John He confessed his pain even to God. And again, this is such a strong theological point. This is an extreme doctrinal point to the fact that even Jesus took his pain and gave it to God. And every single one of us in here in this room, let's stop trying to carry the Friday of our lives on our own shoulders. That's what will drive you crazy. Why don't you take it and confess it to God? Well, what did, what did Jesus pray? This is called the Gethsemane prayer. And boy, is it ever good. Jesus prayed in Gethsemane, Mark chapter 14, once again. He prayed three points. And these three things need to be written down by every single one of you that are going through a tough time. He prayed, number one, now God, everything Is possible for you. Verse 36. Abba, Father, he cried out. Everything is possible for you. What is he saying? He is affirming God's power. Check this out, everybody. When you're having a Friday and everything's bad, fear makes you want to retreat and makes you want to question if God can do anything good at all. Faith wants to advance you To the place where even in pain you say, God, you can do anything at all. It's the difference in fear, retreating, cowarding, versus faith, advancing, and confessing to God. He said anything is possible, but then something really cool happens. Jesus even asked to be free from the burden of the pain he was suffering with. 
You know, I think there's this weird thing with some of us in Christianity that we feel like when Friday comes to our life and it knocks on our door, that, oh, the pain we carry, well, we just need to carry it with distinguished, with distinguished character in our faith because we're just called on to carry some pain. Hey, guys, let's get over that. Even Jesus said, God, you can do anything. Anything's possible for you. And then Jesus says, please take this cup of suffering away from me. It's totally okay to ask God to remove the burden of pain from your life. I'll go on to say, I think a lot of people are carrying pain that God's ready and willing to remove if you just had the faith that he could do it. So reach up by faith. And receive deliverance from the pain you're in. Third and finally in this prayer of Gethsemane. Jesus says something that is the biggest game changer in faith. He says by faith anything's possible. By faith I'm asking you to deliver me from this pain. But then he says this. Yet. (laughs) Everyone say the word yet. Yet I want your will to be done not mine. I believe it's possible with you, God, and I'm asking you to set me free from this pain, but yet, even if you choose not to, yet shall I trust you. Someone say amen. So the clock is ticking and Friday's almost over. They take him from that cross and they bury him in the tomb and they roll the stone over the tomb. And the next thing you realize, it's Saturday. Friday's the day of pain. Saturday was the day of confusion. Stay with me just for a few moments here. Why was it confusing? Because they have seen Jesus perform so many miracles. They've seen him feed the hungry. They've seen him heal the sick. They've seen him deliver those that are in bondage. They've witnessed Jesus do everything. Then why wouldn't he do something about the cross? Why would he not say, hey, you with a hammer, put it down. Hey, you with the spear, not so quick. And why wouldn't he put on some kind of superhero display of power and break free from the nails in his hands and perform this incredible miracle They were confused. They left their families. They left their jobs. They left their communities. They left everything to follow this guy for him just to die. How does that relate to me and you? I can tell you real easily. There's some of you that you left everything for that marriage for it just to dissolve. You walked into that job in just six months. That job was over. You knew and you knew that that was the right house and you ended up losing it in bankruptcy. Leaves you confused. Churches leave people confused. Politicians leave people confused. The economy leaves people confused. I just knew that was the right stock and now that business is out of business. It leaves you confused. Life has a way of bringing pain and life has a way of bringing confusion. And Jesus wanted you to know today at Easter 2018, I get it. I get your pain. 
I've been in pain and I sympathize with your pain. And my believers were left with a moment of confusion and I sympathize with your confusion. And this is the secret, everybody, of the Easter story. God wants to bring you through your Friday and God wants to keep you through your Saturday because Sunday is coming. Friday, they call it good, but yet it was full of death. Saturday was full of confusion and no one knowing what to do. Do you remember that the disciples were so confused that they ran and hid for themselves? The Bible says that Jesus warned them in the book of Matthew. He said, you're going to lose your minds before this day's over. And they did. But yet Jesus knew what was coming. The great African-American preacher, someone that I grew up listening to on television and radio, G.E. Patterson in Memphis, Tennessee, he, he, he preached one of the most fabulous sermon titles on an Easter many, many years ago in the 70s. It's Friday, but Sunday's coming. For some of you, I wish I could do something about your Friday of pain. I wish I could go to Cook's Children and erase all the pain in those rooms. For some of you, I wish I would give anything to have the, the supernatural ability to solve your confusion. I wish I could answer all your questions of why. I wish I could solve all your dilemmas and problems. I wish that I knew why that happened to you. I wish I knew. Unfortunately, I don't have that answer. But I do know about Sunday. Because the Bible tells me that after Friday and after Saturday, that on Easter morning, Jesus resurrected with resurrection power. And this is why. Because God takes crucifixions of all kinds and turns them into resurrections. As our worship team joins me this morning, you and I need to get this down in our heart. This is my prayer for you, that you don't get stuck in Friday, that you don't get stuck in Saturday. I want to get you to Sunday because Sunday is not the day of pain that Friday is. Sunday is not the day of confusion that Saturday is. Sunday, it's the day of joy. It's the day of new life. Someone say new life. It's resurrection power. This is my prayer. This is just what Paul prayed in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 19. And I pray it over you. I pray that you will know how great his power is for those who have put their trust in him. Verse 20 says it this way. It's the same power that raised Christ from the dead. Paul goes on in Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. And he says, I've given it all up. I've given this up. I've given that up. Because I have found that me giving up everything that matters to me is the only way that I can know him in the power of his resurrection. Let me close today with reading you one last scripture. Maybe the best Easter scripture that has nothing to do with the Easter story. Isaiah chapter 43. Every single one of you, listen. This is the Holy Spirit through the Word of God for you. When you go through deep waters and great trouble, I will be with you. 
When you go through rivers of difficulty, you won't drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you won't be burned up. Verse 3. For I am the Lord your God, your Savior. Why do they call it salvation? Because you can't do it yourself. Why do they call it salvation? Because you can't buy it. You can't think your way into it. You can't perform well enough for it. You just have to receive it. The help of someone else. I've not really come to talk to you so much about Friday. I'll be honest with you, I can't talk too much about your Saturday. Jesus is going to help you with that. But I can help you with your Sunday. I can help you with being born again. New life. Right where you are. I want you to just bow your heads. I'm not going to ask you to stand. I'm not going to ask you to come in front of a bunch of people that you don't know. I'm fitting to give you the opportunity to give your heart to Jesus in a very private way. A way that I feel will probably open up the mind and heart to a lot of people in this third and final Sunday of Easter 2018. Let me ask you this very direct question. If you know that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you need a savior. You need a hand to reach down and rescue you. You need Jesus to save you and you know that you want him to save you today. All I need from you is for you to lift your hand quickly and lift it high where I can see you. I see you right there. One, two, I see you, sir. Leave your hands up. That's three. I see you in the back. That's four. I see you right here. That's five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You're asking, why do you you count like that, Pastor Tommy? Because heaven's watching and heaven's celebrating right now. Because in just a few seconds, I'm fixing to lead you to Jesus Christ. You're fixing to open up your heart. You're fixing to open up your mind. You're fixing to call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the loving, loving Jesus is about to come to life in you. Just as it was on Easter morning. If you had your hand lifted, I want you to join with me right now in this prayer. And I'm... I'm going to say these words and you're just going to have to connect with me. I want you to, I want these words to come to life in your mouth. And I want you to speak these words out of your spirit, out of the depths of your heart. Dear Lord Jesus, on this Easter Sunday, I know without a shadow of a doubt that I'm lost and I'm drowning. And I need you to save me. I know without a shadow of a doubt that you died for me and that you're alive today. There was something said in this sermon that's got my attention and I need you to save me. I want you to help me with my Fridays of pain and I want you to help me in my confusion. But Jesus, right now, I want to know that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. 
I want to be saved. And you're the only way to heaven. So by faith, I just claim it. And I receive your gift of salvation. Become my Lord. Become my Savior. And I love you. And I celebrate that. In Jesus' name. Everybody clap your hands to the Lord. For these beautiful hands lifted up.